Tonight we'd like to talk uh, a good deal possible, cover a lot of ground about the early apple industry. I'd like to refer to Frederick Dreist, a long-time friend of mine, as a patriarch of the fruit industry in the county, at least the only whole living one. He runs somewhere, what is it now, Fred, up 86 years old? Yeah. yeah. He's 86, and I prefer to that age only because he will take us back to the very early days of the commercial fruit industry in this county. Beginning of manufacturing industry here and there, even though so much of it is of a small caliber, but it'll still be interesting to learn something about, for instance, the cigar industry of the early days and the similar uh, concerns. Your family settled when they first came to Adams County, and also just when they came, and whether or not they have lived in that same area throughout uh, your life, in their life, for instance. Well, my grandfather and grandmother came from Chester County up to the old Warrington Meeting House neighborhood down near Wellsville. And I don't know how many years they were there, but they moved up to Adams County in the farm in what we call Baker Valley in 1845. And uh, there were eight children, and they all, all remained in that general neighborhood as long as they, as long as they lived. My grandfather had a nursery when he was down in the, in the Warrington section and continued it when he moved to Adams County. He had the nursery uh, until his death in 1869. You know that in, in the early days, nearly every orchard, every farmer or every farm had a few apple trees. Maybe there were just a dozen, maybe an acre or two. And uh, when my grandfather moved moved up to Adams County, he supplied a great many of the early orchards in this general section. Those orchards you just spoke of, would they be private orchards? A uh, family had a few trees here and another family a few trees and uh, there's no evidence of uh, of trying to establish a commercial business or industry out of it. None at all. We didn't. We hardly knew what to do with the apples when we got them, when we picked them. Each one had lots. Of, lots of them were left in the sod and pastured, especially with uh, hogs, and the hogs fattened on the apples. We made cider and apple butter and put bins full in the cellar for the winter, but uh, well, a few, a few were brought uh, hauled into town. I remember when I was about 12 years old, a couple of cousins and myself went with my uncle Will Black to New Oxford with a load of apples. Just an ordinary farm wagon, no springs, apples piled in loose, and we picked them off. And it took him all, 
all day to sell that uh, maybe 30 bushels of albums. That, uh, that kind of a trip would bruise a considerable number of the apples, I presume, and they would, uh, they could hardly be sold, I suppose, for a good price. I don't remember at all about the prices then. My father moved to our, not our, not our present home, but to the house that was my home for 75 years in 1888. And uh, I remember him getting a couple sugar barrels maybe from the store packing apples in them to ship to some of his friends somewhere. I don't know whether any of you remember when the sugar always came in barrels and was scooped out and put in paper bags as many pounds as you wanted. Let's see, you, you spoke about um, apples grown in local orchards, so when there were no spraying us in those days. Um, I recall out in Kansas, we had a small orchard, and in fruit bearing, apple bearing season, we had a worm in every apple. Did you have the same sort of thing? Not quite that bad, but uh, there were lots of them. What variety of apples were raised in the very days? When we moved, when we moved to this, uh, what I call home still, in 1888, there were about three acres of orchard, and there were 27 different varieties. Oh, let's see, there were early harvest, early ripe, June apples, red astrakhan, porter, Wagner, York stripe, ladies' <coughs> choice, a lot more. Of course, Smokehouse. Smokehouse is almost the only one that's that survived, and that is limited largely to southern Pennsylvania. What um, training did you have, Fred, before you went into the um, apple growing industry, for instance, you were in college? Well, so far as I'm concerned, my training was just growing up at home and going to college and spending 10 years as an engineer, mostly in railroad work, or five years with the Pennsylvania Railroad, and three years building plantation railroad in Cuba. Oh yes, my first job was in New York I, for a concrete contractor. So I say I helped build the first subway in New York. <laughs> because he had a subcontract for stairways and overhead platforms in the, in the first subway. I just wanted to learn whether or not you uh, did take any course, coursework in horticulture. That's no. Well, now we do get into the um, real fruit industry, the commercial side of it. Uh, you were pretty closely tied in with the um, with another important family in the northern part of the county, the Tyson family. Uh, interrelated, I presume, but certainly uh, members of the same church. Chances are they uh, became much very much interested in apple and fruit growing too. In well, it started it started back Columbian exhibition. 
fruit business as a growing industry started in the Quaker Valley area or was it scattered pretty much over this whole foothills uh, area? I would say pretty nearly the same area that that's covered now by the Apple Belt, although it rather concentrated around the, around Fardale and Vandersville.